Welcome to the American Warrior Festival Podcast, a celebration of our troops, veterans, and American way of life. I'm your host, Dan Clore. The American Warrior Festival Podcast brought to you by the Red Osier Landmark Restaurant, Western New York's premier dining experience, known for its amazing prime rib and dedication to the veteran community. Visit them online at theredosier.com.
American Warrior Festival family. We are in episode 12, and today's episode is titled All Things American Warrior, and we are going to go over All Things American Warrior. We have uh, our very own producer, producer Don, is joining us today. How's it going, Don? What's going on, Dan? And uh, I'll give you a little, a little congratulations there. I was, I was a little nervous. I thought he might, uh, you know reference the fact that he had an echo in his ear even though i told him prior to this uh, recording that he was going to get an echo for about 10 seconds because we're <laughs> testing some stuff out he did a very good job of not mentioning that so uh, congratulations there <laughs> all right you can teach an old dog new tricks yeah. so after, yeah you know i think beating him with a stick like 20 million times <laughs> i tell you what man it's been a uh it's been a bit of a challenge here in our move to video right i mean we we really started dialing in the audio thing on the first eight episodes. Um, I mean, it took a couple for us to really start getting our game going there. Um, and then we, we just wanted to, to bring you guys a more, uh, you know, f feature the video as well. Give you something to, to look at while you're listening um, when, when you're on YouTube. So, uh, but, but it's come with its with a few challenges. Uh, we're learning how to, to get the audio up to the quality that it's always been while featuring the video. And Don, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that. Some of the, the challenges and things you've had to work through to get to this point to start improving the audio while including video. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a nightmare. Um, you know, we this is actually our our like second third take we had to do because uh, you know Dan over here is over here throwing f bombs and you know can't control himself. We had to, we had to start <laughs> yeah. over. Um, no, but it, de it definitely it definitely adds challenges. Uh, like you said, when we started, and you're right, like you kind of brought it, you brought up a point earlier about how when we were doing the audio stuff, it took about two, three episodes for, by like the fourth episode, we were really dialed in. And it's kind of the same with the video. Like it's adding the video component, like actual video, not just what we were doing before with adding pictures and overlaying the audio, which is not really easier, but it was, it was less challenging because it was still just audio. And then the only, the only work in there was, implementing pictures and all that but the audio was was still the main component with this stuff trying to navigate with the actual video still getting that good quality audio definitely has its challenges i mean we're trying to use zoom and clean feed and making sure we have separate tracks for everybody so post edit uh it still sounds good and that's been the challenge is, is and then i'm kind of a dumbass because i didn't know like i kept going into the settings i had to look it up and, and i didn't know zoom had there's an option there to actually get separate tracks. And for whatever stupid reason, uh, I just, I thought I clicked it and then I'd go back and look at the file and then it would be one ma main track. And it just, it was a nightmare. Well, and, and you know what? It's a good time to bring up, you know, our last episode, we really realized that there was a challenge there because we couldn't isolate or we didn't think we could isolate the tracks there. And, you know, when there was noises coming from when one person was talking and another person was quiet, if there was any noises, they were coming in and there's really nothing you could do about that. Right, Don? It was and, all yeah. Like, and, and the volume levels, like, uh, I couldn't control, like, it's just, they were just very unbalanced. I mean, uh, uh, you know, one person was really loud. One person was kind of medium. One person was low. Like your volume kind of went up and down. It was like, it was, it was frustrating for, for me. I was like, damn it. And, and I, but we got it again, dialed in and, um, I've mentioned this before, at least I think I have, um, or the, some of the stuff we're doing for those of you, who, if you're interested in it, I think we have talked about it. Uh, the way we do our podcast, we use, um, when we were just audio, we were using uh, this service called CleanFeed, which is a website and you just sign up and you can use the free one. It has a lot of cool options on the free version. We don't, we pay, we, we play the, the, the monthly thing or whatever, because it gives us more control and a lot extra features that we need to do this. Uh, so today is like the guinea pig run version of what we're trying to do. So I'm at, we're actually going to be using that audio with Zoom's video, and I got to fix it all at the end and put it together, and and it should work. I mean, and and I've you know that that's been the challenge is being able to have that that crisp audio with a good video um, without being in a live studio, which is going to be the eventual goal. So do you want you yeah, want to tell is, them like that you, is the goal? You've, and that's you've what we're scouted. A couple of studios right both in new york and la yeah yeah there, there's a few in los angeles and in new york obviously where we're based uh the, those two cities and uh you, you know you go in you rent out the place you get you get the engineer you get a videographer they got obviously the gear there is usually very very good 
So you come in, you rent the space, and it's kind of a you get the whole production and everything in there that you need. I think they even have like old school call up, you know, people can call in and stuff like that, like a real radio station. So oh, we're definitely so. going to explore those options as we go. Um, but you know, now that we've told you how bad we suck, <laughs> let's tell you. Uh, let's start talking about why we're uh, why we rule. <laughs> So I figured, you know, this is all things American Warrior. And, you know, what American Warrior, what we're known for, what Strength in Numbers Entertainment is known for, our best foot forward has always been the live music concert arena. And right now we're, we're working through, you know, planting seeds for 2021 and 22. Um, there's definitely some concerts that we're, that we're building. Uh, we have some things here around mid, mid to late summer. Uh, you know, late June into July, uh, you know, so a few different concerts are, are being planned. Figure we'll go into more details with the concerts because they're attached to other features. So as we go down and talk about other features, we'll bring up the individual shows. But we're kind of, uh, you know, just working with the venue owners and seeing what we can do and how we proceed to getting dates on the calendar. And Don, I guess we talked a little bit about that in our last episode with the venue owners. Yeah. Some of the challenges, if you want to elaborate a little bit more on what we're facing with the venues. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, and I'm looking down on my notes here for what we're <laughs> what we're doing. Um, I'm trying to get my my hotmail up uh, so I don't have it on this screen because it's distracting. Um, but I mean, it's like like everybody like any and you guys talked about it in the last episode with COVID and the challenges of trying to do any kind of live show and not, right now nothing's normal which sucks like you know everybody's like you want to plan a show you want to plan an event you're like oh yeah covid like what do you do you know so for right. us we're we're trying to do other stuff you know you guys have seen online and on facebook if you're on facebook on the american warrior fest or strength the numbers or even with dan's personal um you know the the, the firing range the 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 virtual ruck run and, and, and the firing range competition thing, uh, like all that stuff are like little things that, you know, we're trying to do as far as concerts though. And like live stuff, what we're really kind of looking at to do, and this will even go beyond the post COVID is the virtual, uh, like virtual concerts, like not, uh, what are they calling them now? What are like, they're, they're using a different word for them, right? Like the live stream stuff. What do they call them? Uh, are they calling a virtual shows? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure about the terminology. I, I think so. Cause right, I, yeah. Virtual. I, I mean the, the drive-in events and stuff like yeah, that. Right, I mean, like they're using that, but see, uh, it, yeah, I don't know if they're calling it virtual. I just think they're calling it. I mean, drive-in events. You know what I mean? I think they're just describing what they're doing and I don't know. I mean, obviously that's probably more out in the West coast right now. Cause it's uh, about 13 degrees outside here in New York. So I'm not sure there's any drive-in stuff going here at the moment. Uh, we but have yeah, we, we actually spaced have one out. right here. Um, Hotmail. Oh yeah, yeah. There's one right here, right off a of valley. Um, they used to be, like on during the week they or they would have a they'd have the drive-in stuff, and then on the weekends they would have like a swap meet during the day, and it was like every weekend they were you know always busy. I don't know what they're are doing they now. are they still active with? Oh, I know there's a, f a few. We talked to Trevor and Bill about that. Uh, we you know we we may very well get into drive-in concerts if venues aren't back in action but, this year so we're kind of keeping i mean really just keeping our options open with live concerts that's what we do that is our number one bread and butter uh, we can't wait to get back to it so we're doing everything we can and we absolutely will adjust and do other things with live music if the venue traditional venue situation is not back to some kind of normalcy here and, well, the rest of the and it's, it's i mean signs are looking good because there's the, the vaccines are out uh there's there's more and more of them you know uh, available now i know in la here i'm kind of going off topic i'll get back to the virtual shows in a second bastards stay put <laughs> um they just did like a whole thing uh here in la where they're opening it up to the public and you got to sign up and, and they're trying to get the first responders first and then uh but i mean i think they said in about a month it's going to be open to everybody should be able to just go and, and get it get a, a a vaccine so that's a good sign because if we get those damn vaccines out stuff can get back to normal nobody has to be you know as worried and all that so hopefully but um 
yeah going going back to the virtual shows for us actual virtual concerts is literally that like we're talking about being able to get together with some of these virtual reality uh uh companies like oculus and playstation vr and and uh uh google vr or android whatever it's called i forgot to samson vr that's what it's called and actually have a live show like if we were doing a show today and the show's at 3 p.m we want to be able to have the capability to tell our fans that are let's say we're doing the show here in LA and you're in New York or you're in Texas or you're in Utah and we go on our website we announce hey the show starts at 3 o'clock if you have a VR headset go to our app go to the American Warrior Festival page or go to the American Warrior Festival app on your VR store on your Google store click on the link and, and purchase your virtual ticket and then you put your headset on and you're like right there on the stage in virtual like not in virtual like in real time like in, in like a real camera you're there at the show live you're behind the drummer you're next to the guitar player because we're going to have those cameras set up where you can look around and, and the show's going on right in front of you that's the goal like that would be awesome not just because of covid but even just moving forward for people that can't attend the show like how cool would that be oh yeah and what i really like about that whole thing when we uh went over it at wes's there and, and checked it out and kind of dove into that a bit is I like how it kind of places you right on the stage. Yeah. I mean, you can see like the pedal boards and all the equipment and it's a cool, it's a cool atmosphere. I mean, I, I think even as shows, I mean, we, we've always been a company that has always wanted to keep one foot in tradition and one foot going forward at all times. Uh, we love it. You know, digital music and digital downloads are cool. We love holding an album. We love um, online promotion. We like sticking a poster on a post uh, you know, we, we love to explore the VR options. We still want to have the atmosphere of a, of a rock club and a band right up there. Right, Don? I mean, I think that's the best of both worlds. You keep some of the stuff that's great about the past moving into the forward or into the future. Yeah. No, and, and you guys talked about it uh, in the last episode. There's I mean, Nothing's going to replace the live concert or the live sure. event. There's, there's, it's just something, you know, especially for, for music. I mean, it's there's something about being there, even sports, it, like, you know, uh, right. I mean, sports is maybe a little different because watching it on TV, there's a different atmosphere. You get the commentating and you get like, so it's a little more, I don't want to say more fun, but it's a little, I guess it's maybe more entertaining because when you're at a live event, like a live sporting event, like football or baseball, you don't hear the commentary unless you have, you know, the radio in your ear and you're just kind right. of there. Like you're there, experience it. It's quiet. You're talking to your buddy. You're drinking a beer. It's not the same. You know, so it's almost and like if, you can make the argument that it's better watching it on TV because you get the full production. Right. Co music yeah. ain't like that. Music is the reverse. You know, you can watch a great concert. Like, I love Metallica Binge and Purge, and I've watched it a million times when I was a kid, but I, every time I watched it, I was like, God damn it, I wish I was there. Like, how cool it would have been to be at those concerts, right? Like, and that's just different. Oh, yeah. And so, if you are that guy at the sporting event with that uh, headset on, you are serious. Oh yeah, you are definitely taking it serious. Yeah, I mean, but so yeah, I mean, so like, I mean, virtual. No matter what we do with it, virtual it, stuff, it's, it's just an extra. And speaking of that, I had a, had a buddy when we would go to football games. His 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 pops would always bring like the old school headset, <laughs> have the antenna, right? And we would watch we'd watch a play happen, and then he'd be like, "Guess what, guys? They just broke a forty yarder." We're like, "Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there on the field." I was like, "It's right but, behind uh, you." No, but, guess, but thank you. It's funny because uh, when we went, the first, my first football game live uh, was when we the Raiders the smashing the Chiefs. Oh, please, it's never oh. happened. Um, well, we went down to San Diego with the family, uh, as me and Julie and my parents, and we went to see the Chargers play the Chiefs. And this was what two twenty fourteen or something like that, right? Couple, yeah, I remember know. that. And um, and but we did. We saw people like there was a, a like you could tell the veterans, man. You could tell the pros. Like that were there with the full tailgate and all that, and they'd be sitting there. With, they'd oh have, yeah, they'd have their TV on and their RV watching the other games. And then when we went in, there'd be those people. They'd be sitting there and they'd have the headset on, listening to the the radio broadcast as they're watching it. And I'm like sitting there, like, damn, I should have thought of that. That would have been cool. Like hear the commentary while you're watching. Like, they're not gonna miss a second. They're they're gonna get all the pregame. They're gonna know oh, yeah. everything that's going on. They're gonna hear the commentary during the game. They're gonna feed it. Right to the post game, oh, they're gonna funny, take man. in we, the win. We were like we were, the loss. We definitely looked like rookies. We just showed up, 
like you know showed up right you know probably about an hour before the game was and and then he and just walked in we had our gear on but then you see the difference of of the the pro level man <laughs> you know they, there was a family and there was a they came in an rv two rvs and on one side it was a full-on chief's rv it was all decked out with the colors and then the nice. other next to him was the chargers rv all decked out in their colors right they park next to each other like this and they get out they were just one big family half the family was chiefs half the family were freaking chargers and they just set up grills and i mean it was insane i'm like sounds that, like maybe a chiefs <laughs> family married a chargers family or something oh man i mean that, that was happens. next level pro man it was insane it was insane well you guys had chairs and cold beers yeah i mean that's what we had <laughs> that's i mean what we else do like, you need we we're like shit we're doing it wrong we gotta do it that way but that no, was fun, and, man. It was fun. And then, you know, we went to what I've been to the Chicago, went to the Chicago game with Anna. Right. Uh, you know, so hopefully get to go to Arrowhead next season. If, if well, you know, COVID uh, is gone. I mean, we can actually are going to get to this, that topic here on uh, coming right up. Exactly. And as you, as you listeners uh, and viewers now can see, producer Don did not get the memo that the Raiders are the official team of the American warrior, but Hey, we, we also, we also respect everyone's uh, tastes, different tastes and different vibes. So he's got that chiefs banner hanging. And, you know, as professionals here, we are going to be working with the chiefs when the Raiders come to town. So, uh, you know, it's why I'm here. (laughs) Still, still the reason why I'm doing all this. It, Don's holding out. He's it's holding long, out. He it's knows. Long, it's the long con. <laughs> it's the long con. That's the truth. He knows that eventually he's going to get in on Raiders Chiefs, and he's waiting to uh, wet his beak on that one. I'm playing, I'm playing the but long game, folks. He's playing the long game. So, well, this is a perfect segue into number two. Uh, we, we have made movement with our Yankees, Raiders, L.A. Kings in sports programs. Uh, we booked – Two Yankee, uh, two suites at Angel Stadium for Yankees versus Angels in in Anaheim. So we're going to be out there in in one of our pillar areas, SoCal and New York City being the other. Uh, for when the Yankees come to town, we're gonna have two suites, and we have three games, uh, actually four games booked for the Yankees when they're in the Yankee Stadium, and we'll we'll have dates. We can put the dates up, but I believe. Going off memory, either uh, August 20th, then like September 18th or 19th, October 2nd or 3rd, and then another game to be named later. Uh, those options with the 18th, 18th and 19th or 2nd or 3rd is because we choose a Saturday or a Sunday. So we're leaving it open until we find out a, a few more things. But uh, as and you if know, he's, if um, he's wrong about those dates, I'll, I'll, I'll have them on the screen somewhere. <laughs> and then I'll point out that he totally was wrong and, you know. He's making I feel up. good. I feel, I feel good. I got some Rain Man going on with, with calendar dates and stuff like that. But it, and as you know, we're we're developing and building our uh, luxury suite program. We we are getting into all inclusive events, and we can't tell you too much about this yet. But we have some really cool things that are brewing right now that involve former players, musicians, batting cages, football instruction, hockey instruction memorabilia auctions meet and greets autographs uh music lessons so don that's just exciting that's about as far as we can go with that right now but you and i both know what this is going to become and just the labor of love and not only being able to kind of just uh help the veterans here and have them be a part of it in the community and our sponsors but we're going to start getting into helping out the kids and letting the kids and their parents and guardians come and have the youth be a part of it. And really, there's nothing better than seeing a kid, a young kid, smile at a ball game and get to enjoy that. Because as adults, we obviously love it. But you remember when you were a kid coming up, it's just there's nothing like it to go to a sporting event and to yeah. be around the game. Well, and you know, talking about the kids, it reminds me, and we talked about this the other day, um, you know, one of my uh, most favorite things that that we've ever done uh, together, were, you know, even just the, with the company or Strength in Numbers or back in when we had Victory Music Academy was when we did the uh, the, the, the little youth program with the, with the police stations and the kids, the, the 
yeah. the uh, what the what did they call it? In uh, Watts, it was the LEPD with uh, children from South Central Watts, to be at, exact. At, at risk children is that what they called it? Yeah, at risk youth. Yeah, yeah. The, these kids they were just they they come from a tough upbringing, you know, the, the life, life, you know, they had some stones in their shoes. These kids were walking with stones in their shoes, so and, to speak. And that, that yeah. was a fun program for, for those of you who don't know, have never heard of, uh, we've talked about this and probably in private or like with other people, but, um, what we did, and this was in like what, 2012. Uh, yeah, that was about right. 2011, 2012. Yeah. yeah that was about right. Basically we, we were, yeah. The LAPD got a hold of us and asked us if we would like to do a music program with the youth from the neighborhood. And we got to jam music full volume on top of a police station. Yeah. I mean, that, that right there was just, that, that was fun. But, but for me, cause like, especially back then, back then I was teaching pretty much full time. Like, you know, sure. And, um, always one of my favorite things when I would teach kids or anybody, really not even just kids, just students in general. Cause I had adult students too. It was always, uh, one of the most rewarding moments is when you teach somebody something, especially for music, and that that light that goes out like like above their head or like the, in their eye, where when they figure it out, when they do something like like they, especially when they've been working on it forever, and then like all of a sudden it works, and it's like oh man, like they're like that excitement. That's always awesome for a teacher, but for us on on right. that specific program, we basically had a day to teach kids a song, like. Because yeah. we would never knew if these kids were going to be back the next day or the next session. I forget. I forget, I forget how long we was it once a week. It was what, four days or something. I don't remember. And um, so that was the part of the challenge, and, and it was interesting to get kids who have no idea about music. That they have no real background on any of it. Some of them maybe, but for the most part, they were had nothing to do with music. And we tried to teach them a song and we would break down a song. We'd pick a song, break it down in its simplest, simplest form and literally teach these kids to be a band in one day, one session. Yeah. And it's like, just do this, put your finger here, here, get the drummers here, do this, play it like this, this, which, you know. And the fact that they, they were able to do it. I mean, it was insane. Like at the end of the day, we had like three, four bands of these kids who never played music and they played a song. And the look on their yeah. face, the shock of like, what the hell? I can do this. Like, yeah, like they were this. like, yeah. they walked in like, you know, like a lot of kids are like, oh, whatever, we, we got to do this. And they would leave like so excited. And I'm like, and we were always telling like, well, hopefully you come back. You're going to come back tomorrow? And and there, I think there was maybe up to two or three that were like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. And it was hard though. It was definitely hard to the next day and be all new kids and maybe being all, two or All three. new kids. Yeah. It, they were trying to, the LAPD, they were, they were trying to reach as many kids as they could. And sometimes like some of the kids would go play sports and they would go play basketball or football or soccer. And some of them really liked the music though. And they would continue with the music. So uh, that that is like Don said, it's going to be a continuation. Uh, we're definitely going to continue that program. A few programs that we're really excited about doing in the past, that we've done in the past actually, that we're going to cycle through and do regularly uh, besides the, um, doing the the program with the at-risk youth and just the different youth programs there, the children's hospital stuff that we were doing. Obviously, once COVID, we always got to, you know, preface that there. We were working with the kids at the children's hospital. We we're also going in and doing things with the VA veterans hospital. So these are all things that you cannot put a price on. You really can't, uh, you can't really explain the feeling until you're a part of it. And you, you see, like Don said, the light on the kids, the kid's face lights up and you really know you connected. It's quite a feeling. You know, again, like we, we that program was so short, but it was, it was really fun. And I, I my thing weeks, was yeah. always was like, I, I, you know, if we ever get to find out it's by some miracle that we run into some of these kids and they remember. And imagine how cool it would be to find out that 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 one or two days that some of those kids were doing and maybe they're still musicians today. Oh, that would right. Be, like, how awesome would that that's be? That's the and, reward, you know. Right there, like, yeah. if, if we ever found that out, that would be like that'd be the ultimate to find yep. out that they continued on and maybe they're in bands now and and they, you know, music helped them stay out of trouble. Like, that'd be awesome. You know, we'll never know, yeah. but I'd like to think that a couple of those kids grabbed onto it and like, you know what, I like doing, it, and they just stood stood with it. So yeah, you know, spe speaking of kids, there's a big kid on the screen back here. <laughs> I taught this. I taught this kid everything he knows. Look at him. Oh yeah, who's that guy? Who's that? Looks like Kind of looks familiar. 
That okay. looks like Vegas. That was a good night. <laughs> I think it is Vegas. Yeah. That was a really good night. Uh, yeah, we we actually, the band Weapon X, we went there to Vegas and played. And we had a bunch of a bunch of our friends from SoCal made the trip. A bunch of uh, made some new Vegas friends. I, hell, even my uh, my brother in law proposed to my sister on our stage there that day. Oh, that's so, right. Uh, that's yeah, right. remember we had we had um we had my former Yuri senior, went up and uh, yeah did he did he sing a song for them? Yeah, yeah it was right? Lenny yeah. Kra- Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, up right, and Ryan right. played. Uh, that's right. Played piano. First that's off, right. like Weapon X is doing Lenny Kravitz. They're like, no, no. This has got a, uh, a another another purpose here, but yeah, that was, it was a good yeah. show. That was the that was one that's show. on the screen there behind Don. Yep, I, I have uh, I have our my whole performance of the Vegas show from beginning to end. Somebody recorded it, and they sent it. Yeah, to it, you guys, man. I wish you guys we we made a week out of it or a weekend. We stayed there at the casinos and the party continued. You guys headed back to SoCal. I was hoping you were going to stay stay in Vegas with us that night. Nah. Unlike some people, you know, uh, you know, he had to he had to send the red man back to work, you know, slave driver over here. But you would no, get was, rich quick schemes. I was exhausted, man. I was like, this guy. It was it was funny because we did the show, and what we probably wrapped at like one in the morning or something. You are an old bastard, so you needed your, your and sleep. I I was done. I was exhausted. I'm like, we we went back. And this guy's texting me at like two, three in the morning. Where are you at? <laughs> We're on the show. I'm like, man, I'm in bed. Man, screw that. I'm done. <laughs> oh yeah, the disappointment, the disappointment on my face. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great time. We're gonna be. I mean, the Raiders moved to Vegas, so uh, that's gonna be something we're building. We're already talking really, about that. Really didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> and we're uh, we reached out actually to the Raiders and the LA Kings, and we'll we'll have sweet news. Uh, literally, S-U-I-T-E, luxury sweet I-T-E, news. Yeah, S U I T E news, not S W E E T. Well, it, actually, both spellings will work, right? Because we're going to dial in. We're going to dial in some sweets this year uh, for for the Raiders and the Kings, and so uh, you know, stay tuned for that news as well. So let's get moving into uh, what we do have happening in the now. Uh, right now, the uh, Don mentioned it earlier. We do have the American Warrior Festival Medal of Honor firing range competition and that's a virtual event and and the reason we're calling it the medal of honor firing range competition is because you can compete in it until march 25th which is medal of honor day so our our guy gil gonzalez we call him gil the thrill he's a madman he came up with that whole concept because we do these events quarterly the virtual event uh the firing range and the ruck run soon to add a brewery tour that's gonna be fun. uh so what's that so that's gonna be fun oh yeah yeah that's gonna be real fun so we do have the virtual firing range event and what that consists of is we have a, a basic uniform competition on like a, a, a standardized like nra target where these participants will shoot 10 rounds from 10 meters in 10 seconds and i mean that's pretty challenging we've had a few people submit their videos what you will do is you you go on and you register on our registration page, which uh, Don will make sure you guys can reach. Um, it will be below or added on to our description. And so you register, and then you pick like a local range. It can be indoor, outdoor, but have it be a professional or like controlled range. Get that standardized target. Got to have video or it didn't happen. Got to pull the target up, count them out, have it get endorsed by another person there and then we can upload the video and then depending on your score you can get put on the leaderboard uh if you're at the top or your bottom that all depends on you yeah i saw i saw the uh the latest one uh i guess it's, it's the oh. guy who's in first place on, that we posted on on facebook jared yeah you know jared used to be in uh kyle's band jared used to be in socially unacceptable oh okay yeah so he's yeah, that dude's super dedicated man i knew when i told him about it he got right on it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to register. He goes in and, and gets the high score. I think 99 is the high score and 96 is right behind him. So, but the guy, my buddy, Justin, who's got a 96 said he's coming for him. He wants <laughs> to get a hundred. So it's, it's been, you know, these people that are, that are participating real pro real. I mean, you don't have to be a pro to do it. You just have to have, you just have to do it safely. Do you, you know, 
contribute and participate in our in our uh, competition, but do it safely and do it with people that know what they're doing just to keep everyone in a good spot and have fun with it. Because target shooting is a great thing. It's an amazing time, but you just have to be careful. It's not running on a beach or playing a guitar. Oh, you just for have sure. to be safe. Respect the weapon. Exactly. I mean, we... we that, and that's just it, like you said. I mean, we saw that video a couple of years back or a year ago where, you know, those people goofed around in a car and the guy got shot in the freaking head. Oh. We, we talked about that. I mean, and again, it was literally that lack of respect for the freaking weapon, walking around like an idiot. And yeah, bad things are going to happen. So like you said, right. man, you know, if you guys, you know, you guys are participating in it, make sure you do it safe, uh, you know, and, and have some fun, you know, join the right. competition, try to get a high score and, you know. Uh, absolutely and if and if you're interested in doing it and you're just kind of getting started out and you're maybe a little nervous about it we could absolutely put put someone in place to go there and and give you a hand we i mean american warrior we have many different people that have spent tons of time on the range you know snipers just marksmanship instructors all kinds of people that would be able to help you or even if you don't want to participate yet but you would like some lessons or you'd like to learn about how to get instruction we can definitely guide you there we work with multiple firing ranges throughout the country these guys do their job very well they make you feel welcome they make you feel comfortable and they make you feel safe so uh, if you need any assistance and you're just a beginner with a firearm don't hesitate to ask for help so that that brings uh brings up a point for me um because i'm sure our fans and our our friends and our listeners are all wondering when the hell are you going to put up your video of the competition oh here nah. now <laughs> this producer don's going to put me on the spot <laughs> you know my my days in the marine corps i'm comfortable with a rifle for sure a handgun i'm i'm fairly uh fairly new i'm a noob maybe not a noob but definitely not to where the level these guys are at so i'm actually taking lessons from one of the guys that participated and uh, I'd like you to know, producer Don, that I have shown improvement, <laughs> and I am going to keep dedicated, and I will get my ass up there on the scoreboard. I don't know if it's going to be this quarter, but it's going to be coming yeah. soon to a theater near you. There you go, exclusive. It, see, call me Mister Exclusive, guys. I got the scoop. Yeah. When you guys will yeah. see Dan join the competition, because people are like, "When are you going to put your stuff up there?" I'm like, "When I get legit. When I so, get legit." That, that that's a good point. So are are you are you guys think are we thinking about maybe uh doing something like that with like a rifle sniper type stuff uh oh yeah we're gonna, we're gonna extend into other things too yeah we're gonna extend into different weaponry you know uh rifles shotguns uh then, then we'll get into eventually we'll get into you know movement firing on the move and different tactical stuff when you're doing you know movements to the target firing on a target the more tactical rifle team based maneuvers so drills like that that'll be something we kind of develop into so uh let's see that's the virtual event there and we're going to talk about the ruck run a little bit later so let's talk about something that we are going to get into hopefully the second quarter hopefully for the summertime and that is going to be the brewery tour and since we don't have a brewery tour going right now to honor the whole future awf brewery tours Producer Don, shall we uh, crack a cold one? Well, you'll crack a cold one. I unfortunately have to crack this oh. hot one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, take one for the team, buddy. You're out Man. in the desert, and you got to do what you got to do. It's like, uh, I unfortunately didn't leave this in the cooler, but uh, yeah, we, well, you got to do what you got to do, right? It sounds like piss poor planning on your part, <laughs> which here at American Warrior, we've exactly. come to be accustomed like, that, to. That's, that's kind, of, uh, it's kind of what we do around here, just, well, of course, we're going to drink and commit to excellence while we drink. Nobody wants that. You want to commit. Look at to that excellence. shine in the look at that shine in the light. Let's see, then you should be pouring it into this. Let's see, there you, there you go. oh god! And to continue with the brand, we're going to use a fifty cal round to open my brewski. Nice. Is that sweet? Is that is that that's actually like a bottle opener, or is it just an actual bullet? No, it's an actual bottle opener that's just oh. <laughs> shaped like a 50 cal round. Oh, that's See? cool. That's pretty so cool. you people that are watching here, pretty badass, huh? Not, 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 to excellence not, with not, this pour. Not as badass as this, though. There you go. I can't look at that and pour my beer at the same time. 
There you go. He'll stay on the oh. screen for you. There you go. My homies. Screw you, people. We ain't talking about. The oh yeah, game. yeah. We're we're just gonna skip over that because Don's just gonna waste all of our time with crazy conspiracy theories and all these kinds of shenanigans about his offensive line being shredded and tore with more it, holes than Swiss cheese. It ain't it ain't conspiracy theories. That's exactly what it is. Seventh round is an undrafted freaking free agent going into the damn Super Bowl. Horrible. Well, there's already there's always next year. I mean, hey, well, cheer, again, all cheers, I'm, producer Don. Cheers. I think I need a bigger cheers. beer. It's only half right? of my mug. Cheers. Yeah, all I'm hoping is that <laughs> that uh, Brett Veach uh, just just drafts nothing but freaking offensive line because that's definitely what you saw in that in that Super Bowl. Is that Bowl. your GM? Yeah. I mean that that's if that's the, if there was a weakness on the team, it's definitely the the lack of depth at the line. I mean, everywhere else it's it, it you know defense obviously is middle of the road, but you can win with that. It's you definitely can't win without having depth in your offensive line. I mean, look at the Patriots; they won and were dominant because you never question their offensive line. I mean, what year can you remember that they didn't have a a, a good decent like dominant offensive line? Yeah, well, you need you need that no matter what. I mean, your your passing game, your running game. You don't have a line. I mean, how many like you said, how many Super Bowl champions had a weak line? Well, just but, and, and, and it doesn't have to be dominant, just depth. If you don't have the depth, and I mean, granted, we had sure. a lot of injuries at that point. If you're going into any game with seventh rounders and undrafted free agents, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty well, you're pretty screwed. I mean, for Chiefs fans, for you guys, it obviously wasn't a good time, but that's the excitement of the NFL and sports in general because not only. I mean, it goes back to the 16-0 and Patriots losing to the 9-7 and Giants. I mean, who would have thought that that year? You know, it's that's why they play the game, right? Yeah. And but like who gets, my, my, my who gets injured, who gets hot at the right time. I mean, also, there's been times where a team just – I think that that was a combination of things. I think you guys had a banged-up line. But I think Tampa Bay was playing good football. No, for sure. And they started, and that, and they that's, started peaking late. That's that's my that's what I was telling you before. Is like that my biggest annoyance with it wasn't so much that they lost because I mean it's a toss up. You know every you know like any given Sunday, it was the fact that you didn't get to see a good game. It wasn't a competition. It was well, because yeah, of what I mean, happened. Like you didn't get to really see. Okay, these two teams going at it back and forth, which we've seen in the past. I mean, every time. Uh, the Chiefs played Brady. It was always a good game. It was always close, no matter who won. Right. This time it was just like we kind of got gypped out of it because of the circumstances. They, like you said, they were peaking at the right time. Chiefs got injured late in the postseason. I mean, it was injury after injury, and you go into the Super Bowl with guys who've never played hasn't hasn't started a single game all season, and most of that line was just is was what it was. So. You know the game, and then the game turned out the way it did. But that was, for me was more annoying than anything. It's like, come on, like let's let's shore that up. But hopefully, like I said, next year uh, we have more depth at the line, and it's, injuries won't hey, matter that, as much. That's that sports injury in, injuries happen. I mean, if you went back and tried to rewrite the, the history books with seeing which teams were injured, I mean, it would rewrite the whole history of sports. Now, granted, part of the, there was a couple of damn plays that of the they game, just dropped man. wide open passes. I mean, Mahomes is doing some crazy stuff. Did you see that pass where he's getting ta- – he's on the floor. Like yeah, you guys, did, you you guys also didn't – yeah. Yeah, they did him no favors. They really – I mean, they were, he he, yeah, you, he hit Sammy Watkins like right in the freaking helmet, right, and he just missed the ball. It's like, bro, catch the ball. Right. So they definitely didn't help him out. I mean, there was a bunch of plays right. that he would have been spectacular if they caught it, and they just didn't. So, you know, it, it, it was it was kind of a – a colossal failure on a lot of different levels, but well, you can cry your tears in that beer for the rest of the session. <laughs> I ain't crying nothing. We're still the AFC West Just champions. In, in the, in the Two close. years in a row, three AFC championship appearances that we've hosted. Okay, four time, and you'll love this. Four time, four years in a row, AFC West champions. Right, so. Anybody trying to dog the Chiefs? That is the how truth. they're talking about. Like, hey, Tom Bay, congratulations! You won the Super Bowl. You made it there once. You went to one NFC Championship and did it once. We've done it twice already in two years, and we and we're we're one and one in the Super Bowl for two years in a row. I mean, are you talking about? Are you talking about Tom Brady, the guy with seven titles? Well, Tom Brady, yeah, but Tampa There's Bay. Seven? I mean, Tampa Bay as a team. Yeah, he carried them for sure. Oh, but I'm Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's got as many Super Bowl wins as you do. No, but I'm talking about right now. Now they've like, won two Super Bowls. They didn't. They they, they didn't go to the NFC Championship oh. last year. Oh. That, was, that was San Francisco. 
I'm saying like the Chiefs. Yeah, but they got the, they got the Chiefs as many, have been they got as many bowls as you guys have. Yeah, the Chiefs have been dominant the last four years in a row, or well, three, I guess. I mean, uh, and again, three uh, hosting three AFC championships. That's insane, and we've won two of them. So all right, well, moving on, moving on from the Chiefs because uh, you know this is it's a Raider podcast anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you for, in case you forgot, looking at my man Kenny Stabler over here. The Snake, number 12. That's a classic jersey there from the 70s. Boo. It's real thick, real strong. But anyway, so yeah, brewery tours, uh, you know, we're going to get into obviously going to the breweries and getting a bus and getting like a limo bus and bringing the entertainers to the, the breweries and getting the food involved. That's going to be something we're going to be doing. And until then, we may explore some virtual options, having a, a bunch of people participate from home, maybe do some kind of live, you know, on-screen thing, online thing, and get people involved. So we really haven't dove into that too much yet, but expect the brewery and the whiskey tours, maybe even something for the ladies. We'll get into wine tours or something. So that's... Uh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, wine isn't just for ladies there, sir. All right. Oh, yeah. Wine's not just for the ladies, but... Yeah, I love good, that's true. I, I love a good bottle of wine, right? You know, give me, give me a nice bottle yes, of Lambrusco. Yes, you do. We'll see. Nice bottle of Lambrusco Producer or Don. Some, uh, some Stella Rosa. I'm good. <laughs> if, if you haven't noticed, when we were at, uh, I think it was House of Blues in Los Angeles, and it was getting, you know, the night was falling in, and and Producer Don, he, he doubles as a vampire. You guys know that. <laughs> but we said, what are we going to get him? He's going to need something. Well, he drinks blood. He's a vampire. Well, shit, we better get him red wine. The closest thing to hold him off from getting medieval. So I think we, uh, you know, protected the group there for for a while. Because, uh, yeah, he's he's a vampire. Unless you have a crucifix or a wooden stake or some what garlic. They don't work. None of that works. Is that what right? it is? D- d- delusions of a... None of that works out of you? No, that, that's, all, that's all myth. That, yeah. But will the will the red wine though suffice for a bit? Will that hold you off? Yeah, that that that'll hold me off. That'll uh, that'll keep the demons at bay. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so red wines for the ladies I'll, I'll tell you and a the funny vampires. Story. That, that reminds me of something a few years back. Um, so, me and Dan were doing so. This was like maybe 2013. This was a long while back, and this was when he was still living here in LA, back in one of the old apartments. And I I rolled up and I was wearing I had this black leather jacket that I would wear for shows and different things. And had an inside pocket, like I had a pocket on the inside of the slit, and he was paying me for something. I don't know what we did. We just did an event the the, the weekend before, or whatever. So I was coming in. We were talking business, and he hands me a, he hands me the envelope with the check. And, and oh, I think it was I think it was to pay my band too. So he has me the, the, this envelope with the checks, and we're talking, we're having this conversation, and, and I'm like looking at him, and I like I get the check, and I put it in my thing, and I just put it in my you know put it in my pocket. And again, I don't think anything of it. Like it's, you know, somebody handing you something you put in your pocket. This guy just starts freaking rolling. He just starts laughing his ass off. And I'm like, what? What the hell? And he's like, bro. Like, he's like, that was like some some crazy like mafia vampire uh, uh, Tony Soprano shit. Just putting the, putting like Sopranos into your, <laughs> into your, your pocket. And I'm just like, it, it was, it was funny. Cause I, it made me think about that. And the fact that that was his visual, I'm like, I'm fucking putting, an envelope in my pocket it's normal but you know that that's how this guy views that looks like so. some gaudy shit man the way you opened it up and you, you knew that you knew the envelope wasn't light you knew the envelope was just right <laughs> it was uh tight with some greenbacks in there just like, you yeah. knew it was a job well done but yeah the way you tucked it in there was uh mafia-esque was... maybe the the mexican cartel is instead of the italian mob but <laughs> being the pena but Nonetheless, it was a uh, definitely a, a boss move. Anyway, I always laugh about getting that. into. <laughs> let's get into the next thing we have here: uh, veteran motorcycle runs. Yeah, we got a date on that for Rochester, New York, nice. at a local location that that everyone in the area loves. Great barbecue. It's uh, Sticky Lips, where we have a tentative date, or the date is uh, pretty much locked in, but we have to go over more detail. It's a cool uh, barbecue juke joint out here in Rochester, New York. June 19th, we're going to have a bunch of veteran bikers rolling up for some music and some barbecue, some drinks, and uh, that's the way American Warrior does it. So we're excited about that. And we're also looking to finalize 
uh, a new series that we're going to be putting out there. It's basically, you know, a few few different features out there. Marina Del Rey with the Harley Davidson dealer. Uh, looking to get the bikes going, another motorcycle run, and looking to get some veterans and, and supporters out on the boats, out on the yachts. And hopefully we can do that in Newport as well. So uh, stay tuned for that action. We'll have information as it comes in. Like I said, the Rochester event is June 19th. And to close it all out, we have the uh, American Warrior Festival, the Ruck Run. Now, we, we did one last quarter to close out the year. And that was successful. Our first one, we did very well. And it led us to launching into the spring the spring quarter here. And uh, we're excited. You could basically just, you can either do a, a, a 5K or the 10K, or you can just do like the fun run. In the ruck, you can pick this, the weight of the pack to put on your back. Or you can just walk, take a walk with no weight on your back. Either way, participate. We'll provide the registration information. And you can go and sign up. And for all of these virtual events, you are going to get a uh, you get a T-shirt and a medal, and a feature on our on our social networking pages, and a video. You can put a video up. So it's basically just a feel good way to uh, help us keep going while our events have been down. And also, we're partnering with some of our uh, nonprofit veteran partner groups that focus on like veteran suicide and homelessness. So we're kicking back to them as well. So. It's all keeping it in the family. So that's the that's the fitness side of things. So you can work off some of the brewski. So right. and that's really what we have going on with, with all things American Warrior at this point. Well, see, I, I... Don, you have anything I, to add? Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't get this obsession with the running. So when me and Dan, we, we, we had this uh, MMA program thing uh, a couple years back. I hate running. I fucking hate running. Like, I don't know what your obsession is with this goddamn running, but, uh, the guy's like you, 130 pounds. For, hey, I am not 130 pounds. Not anymore. I actually weigh, uh, surprisingly like 170 now. Um, I'm just the runner's just, build, man. Like, like, the, like flow with the wind, you know, there's a, but the yeah, wind r- beneath running your sucks. wings, I've buddy. Always hated, I've always hated running since I was in high school or like junior high, I hated running. But for those of you that love it and like it, you know, definitely the ruck run is something fun to do. Uh, another great event that, that Wait, we're trying is, to, isn't give that people. part of your native your native heritage. Hey, we ran because we had to. Okay, there was buffalo and shit running from wild animals. We had no choice. We didn't do it for fun, son. It was for survival. <laughs> Only the white man would be like, "Hey, you know what would be fun? Let's go I'm run so- for no damn reason." <laughs> and for all you extra PC sensitive people, this ain't your show. No, right. Eventually, again, like I said, I I'm playing it. the lo- I'm playing the long run, right? I'm playing the long con, right? Eventually, <laughs> oh, y'all yeah, gonna tune in go. one day, and then you're gonna see a big little new logo <laughs> on the top. It's gonna say Native American Warrior Fest. There'll be a little small picture of Dan, kind of in the background, be like the founder, right? But it'll be like that big, right? That's that's that, that's really why I'm here. It's it's, it's the long, that is the long game. <laughs> Trying to take over. It's a long con. It's a long con. Yes. Uh, well, uh, speaking of which, that reminds me, uh, talking about the the motorcycle thing and the music, that'd be a great uh, part right now to kind of break um, for a music break, and then we can come back and close things out. Any specific song from our like extensive it. library that you would want the, the masses to hear, Dan? You could make the request. Well, and you know, we'll... hey, producer Don, thank you so much for, for bringing up a, a good point, because I did want to talk a little bit about uh, two songs with a military feel. Um, one of them is, is one that you and I have played a few times when we were hanging out, having a few drinks. And I think I've showed it to you before, the Dire Straits tune that Metallica covered, Brothers in Arms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember that one? I just, I just If you haven't heard that song, I'm sure most of you have, check out Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms, and that's just exactly I'll, what it needs to be. I'll put it. a link below for you guys can find yeah. it on YouTube. We can't play it here right, because copyright it, and all that other yeah, bullshit, right. but I'll leave a link on the bottom and you guys can find it. Let somebody right. else get in trouble for but one shit. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Uh, and one we can play is uh, Weapon X's own, you know, POW, the instrumental. Yes. And that one has always meant a lot to us because we played shows where uh, the Vietnam veterans. You, you, you want to come say hi to the camera, Julie? My, 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 uh, my sister wants to say hi to oh, the Jules. American Warrior Fest 
American Warrior Festival podcast. Hey, what's there's, going on? There's, there's what's up, Jules? With my Chris Cornell shirt. With her Chris Cornell shirt. It's it's the cooler sibling of the two. Yes, it definitely, just definitely, the cool, the definitely the cooler sibling of the two. I'm just the one with all the talent. She'll, she'll <laughs> let us hang out with her for a little bit. Then she's like, get the hell out of my room. Yeah, right. That's basically how that goes. Uh, sorry, uh, we're so, talking about POW. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. P- POW, uh, it, it means a lot to us because we wanted something we could dedicate to. Like, I mean, all the POWs, but especially you know, like the Vietnam era guys. Um, anyone who's been in that situation or, or had a uh, a fellow brother or sister as a POW, any family that's went through that, we play that song and live you'll see the flag, the POW flag get waved and you can see what it does to people. And it's an instrumental, so you really, the lyrics don't really get in the way of it. It's just the melody and the power of the music. It's something we are personally very proud of. Um, Don will cue it up and play it, but hopefully you enjoy it. You can find it on our website, weaponxband.com. You can put in Weapon X POW and it will come up. So uh, that that's one that we uh, we really enjoy playing for our fellow uh, brethren. Or even easier than that, all you got to do is stay tuned. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Weapon X POW, enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
right, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, Weapon X's POW. That's our dedication to every everyone who's been affected by any prisoner of war situation. Uh, we'll be continuing to play that again live as soon as we get back on that stage. So thank thank you for sticking around and checking it out. Uh, I tell you what, Don, it's it's been cool to uh, I think it's been since episode four where you and I have been able to take the uh, the point here, and I think even then that was just the intro. So it's awesome, and we, we've had so many conversations on the phone and over the years that it's pretty natural for us and our rivalry with the Chiefs and Raiders. It's always a good time, man. So I figured this was a, a, a good week for us to get into this and do some troubleshooting on our tech end and just tell people what's going on. It's the beginning of 2021. We, we have a lot of plans, but we're also adjusting and adapting. So, uh, you know, we're excited for things to come. This is this is all things American Warrior and and we're excited for the future. Yeah, for sure. And, and stay tuned, guys. Again, uh, hopefully in the near future here, uh, we will be going, you know, in studio, kind of a home base. If we can find uh, a couple of them that we can do like, routinely and, and consistently, uh, and that's what we'll do. We'll be like live in studio, um, hopefully have some guests sitting across the table from Dan. Uh, if not, we'll do the remote thing like we were, we're doing here now. Uh, but it should definitely be fun uh, and we'll be able to take it to the next level. Um, and, and if you guys got suggestions, if you guys got stuff you like about the podcast that you don't like, hey, comment down below, man. Comment on YouTube. Leave us, you know, comments on the Facebook page. Um, you can't really leave comments on, on if you're listening to this on Spotify or uh, iTunes and all that. I don't believe they have comment section. But uh, for those you of you can, that you are can rate it, you can rate it on yeah. Apple Apple Podcasts and stuff. But yeah, comments. Uh, YouTube is great for comments. Yeah. So I mean, you know, whatever suggestions, you know, stuff that you guys like that you don't like that you want to see more of. Uh, by all means, guys. You know, uh, the more feedback we get from you, the easier it is for us uh, to know, uh, you know, how to kind of direct. Uh, the best kind of entertainment for you because because keep in mind with it this is we are doing the you know things for our, our veteran community and our fellow uh, uh, ser uh, servicemen and women but we, this is also entertainment the whole core of what we're doing is to entertain those uh, you know uh, servicemen and women and you guys uh, I mean again it's the American Warrior Festival podcast and the whole thing is is to bring you guys some entertainment some informative informative news. And, and bringing together like charity events and, and, and different things to literally help all of that. So whatever information or whatever advice you guys have, whatever likes, dislikes, let us know, guys, and we'll do our absolute best. Yeah, Don, Don well put, because we tell people all the time, uh, you know, we, we, we have this show to highlight the American Warrior Festival. We do want to entertain you during it. But it's really kind of a way to feature everything that's going on with our concert series and all the different events that we have with American Warrior, as opposed to, uh, like, say, a variety show, Don, right? That exactly. is just simply there to entertain you as a podcast. We're here to, to hopefully entertain you and also give you information blasts and to let you know what's going on with all things American Warrior. Exactly. So, all right. With On that note, we will uh, we will be seeing you again very soon most likely uh what in the, in the month of march with some new episodes and we appreciate you sticking here sticking with us all the way through to the end we've had a great time with you and we can't wait to bring episode 13 right to you thank you american warrior family we'll see you soon peace out everybody see you guys next time the american warrior festival podcast brought to you by oliver's candies the creator of the American Warrior Festival Candy Bar. Oliver's Candies is proud to offer you the largest selection of award-winning chocolates made in western New York. Visit them online at oliverscandies.com. What's going on, everybody? Don T. Penny here. Just wanted to take a minute to thank our fellow Patreon supporters and let you know that if you wanted to become a fellow supporter of our podcast, all you got to do is click on the link below that is in your show notes. Or if you're listening to this slash watching the, watching this on YouTube, all you got to do is go to the video description. We will have a link to the Patreon page right there in that description as well. And that will take you to the homepage where you can see the six different options for our Patreon program. 
feel free to browse through it, guys. Click on them, see which one best suits you, and any support, any help that you guys would offer us is much appreciated. It helps us put more content out for you and push this podcast uh, to that next level. Once again, guys, thank you for all your support. We're going to continue to do our job. You guys have a great rest of your day. We're out. The American Warrior Festival Podcast is brought to you by the Red Osier Landmark Restaurant, Oliver's Candies, Smoking Eagle Barbecue and Brew, The Firing Pit, Orcon Industries, Ken Barrett Chevrolet Cadillac, TF Browns, One LLP, Batavia Legal Printing, Gun Track App, and Amerahome Healthcare. This is Candy. You're listening to the American Warriors of the Podcast.